What do you mean the mic hasn't been on for the last 15 years? <laughs> uh, welcome once again to Radio 4 listeners who join us on an historic day for the station and indeed the nation. As with the aid of digital technology, we launched 25 new channels in Radioactive's digital turn-on. It's here. From January the 1st, you will be able to get up to 25 new radioactive digital stations at the flick of a dial. From January the 1st, the only hiss you'll hear in your kitchen is from your kettle. Hiss Free History is here! Now, with megabyte technology the size of a pin, you'll finally be able to hear a pin drop properly! Our technology is getting smaller so your ears can get bigger. A new generation of bandwidth, a spectrum abundance, and it's here on January the 1st. Unfortunately, due to technical and financial problems, Radioactive Digital won't be available until October the 24th. <laughs> but uh, whenever it actually starts, you'll be able to tune into a station that's right for you, whether it's Radioactive News, Radioactive Rock, or our station for the slightly older listeners, Radio Inactive. <laughs> or our uh, new channel, especially for children, Radioactive Tiny Mindies. Tiny Mindies. <laughs> Now, uh, to many people, digital is still something of a mystery, so I'm delighted that we've been joined today by expert Nicholas Byrne. Hello. So, Nicholas, uh, very simply, how does digital work? Well, very simply, uh, it's like a giant pair of hands squeezing a lot of different wires together. <laughs> yes, slightly less simply. <laughs> OK. Uh, yeah, well, OK, over here I've got a detailed electronic model. Mm -hmm. uh, now, uh, if I um, press this button, then, uh, uh, you see... Yes. Yes. The giant pair of hands come together and squeeze all those wires. <laughs> OK, perhaps I could rephrase the question. Could you describe digital radio? Certainly. Uh, an aerial, a round black switch, uh, the manufacturer's name on the front, a sort of yes, a real... Yes, uh, you're <laughs> describing a digital radio here, aren't you? Uh, not digital radio. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much. Not every day you get the chance to learn slightly less than you knew to start with about something. <laughs> Okay, well, let's take some calls from our listeners, which may be rather more helpful. Line one. Hello? Uh, what would you like to ask about digital? I'd like to ask, did you know that digital is an anagram of digtail? <laughs> no, not any more helpful, in fact. And uh, a tail dig as well. Well, that's another one. Yes, let's turn back to you then, Mr. Byrne. Um, <laughs> where can you get hold of a digital radio? Um, uh, by the handle or maybe underneath. Yes, thank you. Uh, call a, call a number one. Are you still on the line there? Yes. Did you know that another anagram of digital is Tad Guilty? Yes, if you had a Y and an extra T. Oh, yes. It is, however, a perfect anagram of Lady Git. Uh, line four. Uh, yes, I'd like to ask about my reception. All oh, right, good. Yes, I I'm getting married next month, and uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of holding it in a marquee, or do you mm. think that's a bit risky in January? Uh, we're having a phone-in on digital radio. Do you have any questions about digital radio? Uh, yes. Um, if I bought one, uh, would I have to move to another country? <laughs> No, no. Yes, actually, yes, why not? Yes, move to another country. England, Turkey, Poland, Norway, Fiji, Bahamas, Gibraltar, and more. Radioactive is on the move. Already we've launched Radioactive 2, Active FM, Radioactive Talk, Radioactive News and Radioactive Talk News. And from tomorrow, our brand new channel, Radioactive Shoes. 
the first station dedicated to round-the-clock coverage of footwear. Regular bulletins on what to wear, updates on what's in and out of fashion, with hourly weather reports to help you decide what shoes to choose. Shoes to choose! Anna Rabies and the Doctor are here to answer your personal and emotional problems regarding shoes and boots. Plus, in Sandals Today, Nigel Pry looks at a pair of flip-flops for half an hour. Radioactive shoes. Non-stop boot and shoe-related information for the 21st century. Radio 4 listeners might not be too aware of what Radioactive has been up to since we last linked up. Apart possibly from Martin Brown's ill-advised streak at the state opening of Parliament and (laughs) the incident with the donkey at the Queen Mother's funeral. (laughs) So, here are some of the major events in the station's life in the last 15 years. 1988. Radioactive expands into the European market, launching Radio Activo in Italy, Radio Actif in France, and Radio Gehör und Geschichte Gewalt des Einzusammen und Alterhaling Gelöserkeit. Stazione, inexplicably in Portugal. 1990. Radioactive launches its new phone-in programme. Actually, I'm feeling kind of low. Right. And sometimes I just think, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. You know, why bother? Absolutely. Still, thanks for your call anyway, and next on the line... Here's Graham from Barnstable. 1992. Sir Norman Tonsall is sentenced to nine years in Ford Open Prison for perjury, fraud, and willfully perverting the course of a small river. He is, <laughs> he is, however, released after serving 40 minutes of his sentence due to the discovery of a little-known form of Wilkinson's disease, an illness most notable for the absence of any symptoms. 1993. Anna Dapter leaves the station for six months to fill in temporarily on GMTV. Each morning she shares a sofa with John Leslie. And also co-presents a television show with him. 1994. The first radioactive website is set up and heavily used by listeners, unfortunately, may need to complain about the website. As a result, a special website for complaints is set up, radioactivecomplaints at erasealfilesvirus.com. 1997. The radioactive empire expands further with the launch of the brand new radioactive airline serving Gatwick and Heathrow airports. Sadly, forced into receivership due to the relatively small number of people needing to fly from Gatwick to Heathrow. 1990 The ownership of the station changes hands when Martin Brown inadvertently gives it away as a prize. The new owners become a retired couple from Rochdale for knowing that tortilla is a type of omelette. 2002. Which brings us to 2002 and our quiz show, Who Wants to Be a Lot Richer? (laughs) Which was hit by a cheating scandal. So, for £50,000, how many times did Bjorn Borg win Wimbledon? Could you repeat the question, please? Yeah, yeah, okay. How many times did Bjorn Borg win Wimbledon? Four? 
Now you can get up to 25 stations turning on to the digital age. Yes, sir, that's 25 stations turning on to the digital age. There's prime, there's plus, pure in the hip, spare, and thin in, and lucky dip. There's external truth. And bonus and max, you, you can, can hear them on TV or mobile or fax. Just love that digital technology. <laughs> well... Sir Norman Tonsil is still the chairman of Radioactive, and he's largely credited with making the station what it is today, an offshore tax haven. <laughs> Sir Norman, welcome. Yes. So, what are some of the major changes you've brought about here at the station? I looked at the station's output very carefully, and it seemed to me the records we were playing weren't making any money at all. The only profit-making part seemed to be the advertising, so that's very much what we concentrated on. Yes, some say to the detriment of the station. Some say that. Do they? Well, yes, they do. Yes, they do. But they're very much the doubters. They're the nitpickers. They're the... Listeners. The listeners, yes. So, <laughs> so hardly relevant, really. And as a result, we've found a way of combining advertising with our music output in a way that I really don't think anyone would notice. All day long I can hear people talking out loud. Thanks to super truck drops. <laughs> That's an Addison's pie full of meaty chunks. You can take my breath away. That breath that can be sweetened by Mr. Mint. You can hear it in my accent when I talk. I'm an Englishman in New York. And I got here on BA. The long and winding road. Honest Run's French polishing shop. <laughs> yes, some more successful than others, obviously. Chinese, American, French, or German, all the world wants a digital turn on. Well, Radioactive Digital will continue the level of excellence that has helped us gain the reputation for being the station which, when it comes to quality, stops at nothing. <laughs> and nowhere has that been more true than in our news coverage. Good evening, this is Mike Flex with the news headlines. The government has urged the public to conserve water following the current shortage by cutting down on domestic use and to observe a ban on hose pipes. Here with all the details is Mike Channel. Thank you, Mike. The government has urged the public to conserve water following the current shortage by cutting down on domestic use and observing a ban on hose pipes. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Sport and Thierry Henry was on fire at Highbury today when he chipped in the winner from just inside his own half. Here with a full report is Mike Channel. Arsenal's Thierry Henry was on fire at Highbury today when he chipped in the winner from just inside his own half. Thank you, Mike. And finally, the weather, which is going to be showery in most places with blustery gales. So, Mike, what's the weather going to be like? It's going to be sunny. It's going to be showery in most places with blustery gales. Thank you, Mike. Now is the time for a commercial break. Hello, Mary. Hello, June. I haven't seen you for ages. I said I haven't seen you for ages, June. Hello, Mary. 
Hello, June. Yes, that's right, Mary. It has all the daily vitamins I need. <laughs> Five ninety-nine, you say, Mary? He has gone deaf, haven't you, June? Yes, I think I have, Mary. Then you need a hearing aid from here, here. Are you still there, Mary? You're losing your eyesight as well, June. Yes, Mary. Then you need to go to Specs or Us. Hang on, Mary, I'll write that down. Your legs have gone a bit as well, haven't they? Then you need Legs Up Artificial Limbs for only $99.99. I haven't got any money. No money, June? No. I spent it all on 30 years of useless consumer products. Oh, then you need to be shot, June. Shot, Mary? Yes, June. Thank you, Mary. Don't thank me, June. Thank Gunner Grand Disposal Service. Out now, another great tribute album from some of the foremost artists of their day. Yes, those stars of yesterday, whose own records have been selling very badly, pay tribute to the popularity of children's songs today. Tell it, Tubbies. Tell it, Say, eh, ooh. Yes, Bob Dylan, whose popularity is badly in decline, pays homage to another Bob who's doing noticeably better. Bob the Builder. But the build, yes. <laughs> Plus, on the same great album, 70s heartthrob, Brian Ferry. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. Together with this sensational recently found recording of Frank Sinatra honoring another great icon. Postman Pat, Postman Pat. Postman Pat and his black and white cat. And on this fabulous album, perhaps most extraordinary and ridiculous of all, Robbie Williams sings Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Remember, this album is not available in the shops, nor is it available on mail order or online. In fact, no one at all seems prepared to stock it. <laughs> Radioactive's digital turn-on. Well, few will forget when the station was rocked by scandal after agony aunt Anna Rabies published her kiss-and-tell memoirs of her relationships with some of the DJs here at the station, entitled Hogging the Mic. <laughs> Sir Norman Tonsil asked her to accept immediate redundancy without compensation, but after reading a chapter called Tonsil Spray, she was, <laughs> she was asked instead to accept an immediate pay rise and a chance to read it as Radioactive's book at bedtime. October the 4th, a stormy night, suitable for a night of passion with Nigel Pry. I've never heard such animal orgasmic cries before, certainly not from someone shutting an umbrella on their finger anyway. <laughs> January the 8th. Oivin Vinstra said he wanted to make love to me under the northern lights. I didn't realise he meant having it off under a lamppost in Bolton. <laughs> August the 4th. God, I must have been drunk. Seduced Martin Brown. <laughs> I left him to take off his clothes and get into bed, and when I returned, I discovered Martin was still wearing a pair of Spider-Man pants. <laughs> I slid my hands down his body and took them off. He ran his hands down my body. I ran my hands up his and discovered he'd got the Spider-Man pants on again. 
<laughs> Listen up, mother here. What I got to say, some serious on the radio today. And no one's gonna feel that in the app fall off. Cause it's radioactive digital turn on. Boogie. As part of Radioactive Talent, we'll be releasing 200 blue balloons, and if you find one of them, just fill in the card attached, and you can have an audition to be a new radioactive DJ, possibly even replace me. <laughs> well, best of luck to those who find one. Now, as well as looking for new talent... Do the rest of them later. <laughs> as well as looking for new talent, existing talent is moving with the times, with Martin Brown reinventing himself as a controversial shock jock. <laughs> Hello, Martin. Hello. Hi. Uh, I wanted to talk about the possible new Wembley Stadium. Oh, then you are a fathead with a backside to match. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry about that. Um, next caller. Yes, uh, I was recently injured in a traffic accident. Well, it's your fault because you must be a very bad driver. I was on a bicycle. Oh, oh I've got a bicycle. What? I, I mean, um, no, I'm sure you pulled out without signalling or looking. Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, I do. I, I don't have any brakes. <laughs> when I want to stop, I have to jump off the bike. <laughs> oh, but anyway, you're, you're a danger to society, and I hope you were, were badly, badly hurt. I was. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. <laughs> you menace. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to uh, cut you off there. Go on, then. I don't know how to do it. Turn on to digital. Digital. Lift off. Digital. Thrill. Digital. Thumbs up. Digital. Bang! Sadly, some old DJ talent was to fall by the wayside, or more accurately, in the case of Nigel Pry, to fall in the waste paper bin. <laughs> Good, this is uh, Morning the Nigel. Oh, oops, uh, wrong speed the record. I oh, mistake the echo. Ow! Around the howling. Oops, stuck the needle. Missed the wasp. Oops, dropped the lunchbox. Ah, a man entered and... Get out of the station. And all fired the pry. Nigel left the station to lecture in English as a foreign language. <laughs> However, he was to be re-employed a few years later after he somewhat surprisingly re-emerged on the club scene, pulling in the crowds at the Ministry of Sound as the essential Nigel Pry. <laughs> This year, with a massive slump in advertising revenue matched only by an equally large slump in the quality of the station's output, Sir Norman Tonsil decided that the time had come to cut costs. But Sir Norman realised that job cuts were about far more than just saving money. They could also be used to entertain the public at the same time. Hello, disc jockeys. This is Sir Norman Tonsil. I can now reveal that the third presenter to leave the radioactive house will be... Each week, the radioactive housemates were asked to nominate two DJs, and the public would then decide which one would be voted out of the radioactive house and out of a job. Housemates were strictly not allowed to discuss nominations, but some tried to get round this. 
Well, you know, I think that uh, I think that Anna and Martin should tidy the living room together. Uh, I think Anna should do carpets and sofas, and and for Martin it should be curtains. <laughs> Throughout the month, they unburdened themselves in the dairy room to Big Brother. Hello, Big Brother. Hello, Mike. What's your problem? Someone has eaten my sausages. <laughs> I saved them last night. I wrapped them up and put them in the fridge, clearly labelled property of Mike Channel for his consumption only. Each week, the DJs were given a task to perform, usually something that stretched them to the limit. Hello, Oyvind. Your task is to say it's time for the news without going into Norwegian. Yeah, so, er... Uh... <laughs> And now on Radioactive, it is time for the fjords to stop the arbite. Meanwhile, in the dairy room. Hello, big brother. Hello, Mike. What is it? Someone has urinated in the shower. How do you know? Because I was in there at the time. Here, come on, chick chicks. There we are. Hello. Where are you? Come on, chicky chicks. Martin Brown is looking after the chickens. Meanwhile... Hello, big brother. Hello, Mike. While I was in here complaining that someone had urinated in the shower, someone has taken the opportunity to urinate in my sponge bag. (laughs) And what's more, they've stolen my toothbrush. I'd like it returned. Outside, the chickens are now looking after Martin Brown. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'd never have found the gate without your help. (laughs) Hello, big brother. Hello, Mike. I'd like to talk about my toothbrush again. <laughs> First of all, I'd like to say that I'm pleased it has been returned. Secondly, I'd like to say that I was not happy that a few hours after it was returned, I was handed an envelope containing a photograph showing my toothbrush halfway up an anonymous bottom. <laughs> or rather, it was supposed to be anonymous. I couldn't help spotting the grinning reflection of Mike Flex in the mirror behind. <laughs> it's nomination time. My first nomination is Mike Flex. My first nomination is Mike Channel. My second nomination is Mike Flex. <laughs> uh, nomination first, Winston Churchill. Second, oh, cheese dip. <laughs> um, what does nomination mean? Day 88, and Big Brother is about to speak to the housemates for the last time. Hello, this is Big Brother. Where did that voice come from? <laughs> I can now reveal that the winner of Radioactive's Keeper DJ's job is... And as a consequence of Martin Brown losing his job, our Drive Time programme will be presented from the end of this month by Charlotte the Chicken. <laughs> Chinese, American, French or German, all the world the digital turn on. Well, what more fitting way to end up this glittering evening than to hear a powerful and moving drama performed by some of the leading actors in the world. <laughs> but sadly, instead, we have the dubious honour of hearing the radioactive repertory company <laughs> back, despite popular demand, uh, for the first time since their performance of Pride and Prejudice led to complaints of racial incitement. <laughs> the central character being addressed throughout as Mr. Darkey. <laughs> But here they are with their all-too-live adaptation of the Russian classic, Dr. Zhivago. Moscow, quarter past seven. Sorry, uh, Moscow, 1915. (laughs) The whole country in the grip of a bloody conflict. In the grip of a bloody conflict.
Meanwhile, somewhere else... Ah, Dr. Chivago. Ah, Chief Commissariat of the Independent Anti-Proletariat White Army Government Forces. <laughs> this Russian revolution is really a nightmare. Doctor, Doctor, they've taken the tea, sir. They've taken the czar. Taken? Kidnapped. Kidnapped? Kidnapped. I see. When? Just now. I came straight away to tell you. <laughs> Taken. Kidnapped. 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 I see. When? Just now. I came straight away to tell you. Hmm. And you are? I am Comrade Ivan, a witch doctor. I am Comrade Ivanovich, doctor. Thank you, comma, comrade. Thank you, comrade. Good day. Good day, sir. But before you go... Yes, sir? Tell me. Who is that woman over there? That's Sonia, the bag lady. No, next to her. The one playing the balalaika so beautifully. Why, sir, she is Lara. She lives here in Moscow and works as a seamstress. <laughs> seamstress. And so it was Dr. and Mrs. Zhivago met and fell deeply in love. Only for the doctor to be captured by the ruthless Red Army partisans. From whom he finally escapes and returns to Lara again. Across the frozen Russian wastes he trudges while snowflakes gently fall. His money almost gone as he clutches his penis in his fist. His, um, his, his pennies in his fist. Darling. Darling. You've escaped from the ruthless Red Army partisans. Yes. Look, out there. After you, darling. Look out. They're after you, darling. What do you mean? We're there. Hooters roared and the steam engine hissed as the old train chugged by. <laughs> I must return to Moscow. But why? It's too dangerous to stay. I fear we must part your legs. <laughs> I fear we must part. Your legs are too weak to walk, Father. <laughs> Promise me it's not another woman. No, that's all over. I've had my fill and her ring. I've had my philandering. Don't go! And so Dr. and Mrs. Jivago part for a final time, little knowing they will never meet again. Ah, ah, ah. For as the doctor spies her on a crowded tram some years later, he falls and suffers a fatal heart attack. Ah! Chivago Chivago, a radioactive repertory production. Production. And finally, you can buy a special cuddly mascot to mark our launch, Alby, the radioactive digital albatross. <laughs> and all the radioactive DJs will be wearing one round their necks for the next few months.
Radioactive is performed by Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Michael Fenton Stevens, Jeffrey Perkins, and Philip Pope. Music was by Philip Pope, the programme was written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins, and the producer was David Tyler. <laughs> Due to the popularity of this reunion with Radio 4, Radioactive will now be linking up on a regular basis. So don't forget to join us again at the same time in 15 years. (laughs) 